I'm Aaron Schachter, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. China is on the verge of a -a once-in-a-decade transition of leadership, though Communist Party leaders won't say exactly when it will happen or who will step into the top spots on the Politburo Standing Committee. But one leading contender is the Communist Party chief of Guangdong. His name is Wang Yang, and he's cultivated an image as a political reformer. But not everyone in Guangdong sees it that way, as the world's Mary Kay Magstad reports. It's not easy building a reputation as a political reformer in China, though Wang Yang has certainly tried. He's Guangdong's Communist Party chief, and he took a novel approach to quelling unrest in the village of Wukan last year. He listened and negotiated, rather than cracking heads. And he has allowed some non-government organizations to become legal, as few are in China. One that has just become legal is the Guangzhou Social Service Center for the Disabled. I met its co-founder, Hong Tu, in a coffee shop. I can see that they try to do something to cooperate with the civil society, with the NGOs. But I think they need to do more, like try not to control too much, but cooperate better. I think our governments should try to believe that people do something for a better life. It's not against the government, but to do something better to improve the society. Party leaders have their doubts. So even in Guangdong, they've kept a short leash on NGOs dealing with labor rights. In a little neighborhood on the outskirts of Shenzhen, the head of the labor rights group Spring Breeze ticks off the problems his group has had. Zhang Jiru says they've been kicked out of multiple places they were renting because the police leaned on the landlords. They couldn't register as a non-government organization, only as a company. So Zhang isn't so sure that Guangdong Party Chief Wang Yang is a political reformer. He says labor rights groups had more room to operate under the last guy. When Wang Yang came in, he made it harder for us. Some journalists in Guangdong are of two minds, too. Guangdong's news media have long been known for being more feisty than those in most other places in China. And there was a brief time when Wang Yang said they could criticize the Guangdong government. That lasted about a month before the central government weighed in and put a stop to that. Guangdong editors have not infrequently been fired for overstepping the line. Yu Chen has worked as a reporter and editor for the newspaper Southern Metropolis. He says every year they have a new reason to tighten up on the media, and it just gets tighter and tighter. When it comes down to it, they just want to save face and make sure everything looks good. That's especially true in the lead-up to the party congress. Other Guangdong journalists say they've been ordered not to write anything that could hinder Wang Yang's prospects, like stories on social unrest, piracy and other social ills. But they are encouraged to report on Wang Yang's strike-hard-against-crime campaign, cracking down on smuggling and corruption. A self-made businessman I met on an evening stroll out in Shenzhen was skeptical. Mr. Ye, who's 38, supplies leather to shoe factories. He says, let me tell you, they say this is a strike against crime? Ay-ya, in China, the police and the gangsters are the same. 
Just down the street, a smuggler named Hu says he hopes the local government does crack down on the gangsters who demand a cut to let him bring powdered milk and other goods up from Hong Kong. He says people really distrust each other. It adds stress and adds cost to living in this society. If everyone could trust each other, we would all live a more relaxing life. Guangdong Party Chief Wang Yang has talked of wanting to improve the happiness quotient for Guangdong residents. It's hard to know how much of this has been talk and how much has been a genuine effort to make Guangdong a model to show what political reform can do. Liu Kaiming is the founder and executive director of the Institute for the Social Agenda in Shenzhen. It's a labor rights and civil society advocacy group that the local government tolerates but refuses to make legal. Liu doesn't believe a government-led Guangdong model of political reform really exists. He says Guangdong, with its international ports and proximity to Hong Kong, has long been more open and more driven by private initiative than the rest of China. So sure, he says, Wang Yang deserves some credit, but Guangdong's people deserve more. From Guangdong, we can see the future China, and according my experience, the people have a chance. And he says, when society changes, the government has to change with it. But he's not holding his breath for that to happen soon. Journalist Yu Chen agrees. He says all kinds of rights come from sacrifice and struggle, generation after generation. People and technology will change this society, and in five or ten years, maybe we'll see the end of the Great Firewall. He pauses and adds. I once had a bet with a friend that I would outlive the Communist Party. I can see that day coming. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad, Shenzhen.